Happy 2023! Hi, and welcome back to Style and Sustain, the podcast. It's 2023, and I hope all your New Year's have started off well, with excitement, um, with intention, with blessings. Um, If you have been listening to me since last year and you're here again this year, thank you so, so much. And I'm very excited for this episode because I think it's the perfect vibe to start 2023. In this episode, I talked to Stephen Steele. And Stephen Steele is the founder of organic socks brand, Kind Socks. Um, And this episode was just so inspiring to me because it was a reminder at the beginning of this year that there are people that are putting so much goodness into the world that are doing the real work um, with no requirement for recognition or fame they're just doing it out of their good hearts and out of their passion and Stephen Steele I believe is one of these people Um, he has built kind socks on kindness literally it says it in the name um, with the intention from the beginning to do more than put some colorful socks out there but to also give back to community in a really powerful and beautiful way that he describes in this episode um i loved talking to a fellow sock lover so i didn't even know i liked socks so much until i spoke to steven and i was like I'm actually also really passionate about socks. Um, so we talk about our socks personalities. We talk about you know what it was like for him to start this business with a Kickstarter campaign, which ended up being extremely successful. He gives some tips around that. Um, and we talk about dopamine dressing and um, what it means to put kindness into this world through your passion. Um, in his case, it being starting this brand. Um, so I'm really excited for you to listen to this episode and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Hey, so before the episode starts, I just wanted to apologize because the first 10 minutes um, has some scratchy bits in the background. Um, we had some issues during recording um, and despite editing um, through the audio, it still came through. But I really wanted to keep this first part of the conversation with Stephen because it just shows um, his personality and really gives us a feel of the brand. So bear with me just the first um, 10 minutes and the rest of the audio is super, super smooth. So Yeah, just wanted to give you a little bit of a heads up, but I hope you still really enjoy the episode. Hello. Hello. Hi, Stephen. How are you? I'm not bad. So good of you to hop on this call with me. Thank you so much for agreeing to be interviewed. I've been really keen about this conversation and discovered kind socks actually not too long ago okay yeah and i've kind of been in the sustainability space for a while so it's yeah. a nice a nice and lovely little surprise and it just felt right. like such good vibes as soon as i landed yeah. on your page and kind of <laughs> your space and the product and the imagery so i was uh, really interested and i kind of wanted to learn about your journey and also i think there aren't a lot of men leading in the space of sustainability. And I know usually in this world is very much about less men and more women mm. <laughs> in any space, but <laughs> I think this is one space where you don't see enough men kind of taking leadership roles or creating brands. 
and also you know let alone black men talking about sustainability that was also like such a breath of fresh air for me because I think I can count on my hand the number of black men I know who talk about sustainability in fashion okay yeah (laughs) so no really I was like yeah that's exciting no definitely definitely there isn't that many of us out there so yeah (laughs) but yeah before we get into all that I'd love for you to introduce yourself to the listeners just a quick intro about who you are what you do what you enjoy yeah well my name is Stephen Stephen Still um I'm the founder of Kind Socks. It's a sustainable e-commerce business. It specializes in kind of friendly, ethically sourced sockwear. Kind of touching on to your point earlier, my, you know, my passion is sustainability. It's all about trying to make a positive impact on the environment. It led me to kind of start this business, running this business so I can make lots of money and stuff like that, which is always great if I can pay, you know, you know for products and new stuff, but that's not kind of the end goal. Outside of that, I'm not running Klein Socks. You're catching kind of watching some football, especially this weekend. It's going to be a lot of football on. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to make my own craft beer sometimes, experimenting in the kitchen and doing that. Um, and then other times it's kind of reading up kind of the latest kind of sustainable practices, in, especially in fashion and business. Mm. And I think finally probably making lots of pun and jokes you know <laughs> I feel like you know I'm gonna be a very successful person in you know so I do like new socks and puns a lot so um, <laughs> people might say I like to do lots that. of dad jokes but I am a dad so um, yeah it makes that sense. kind of fits it makes sense so um, yeah you know what I could actually see that tying in with kind socks like I would love to pick up a pair where underneath it there's like a joke that would make my morning. <laughs> I would just pick up the socks and it's like you unfold it and there's like a joke underneath it. <laughs> Have a good that laugh is, for the day, put it on and that's that it. Sounds, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> I, I think that's definitely going to be is part of one of the next iterations <laughs> of our kind of marketing giveaways with our socks is probably some form of sock puns. I think I'm definitely signed up for it. So hearing yeah, that, you're, I'm sure there's many others. So I think that might be something I need to really consider for the future. Yeah, absolutely. I would love that. You mentioned kind of starting this business because you were aware of kind of sustainability and you were interested in that world. Is that how it happened? Or were you kind of someone who was interested in fashion and then kind of got into sustainability? Or did it really start with your interest in sustainability and then creating a business that fits that? Okay, so it's it's a mixture of everything you've said there. I'd say one thing I haven't mentioned, I'm based in Stockholm, Sweden. So mm. I'm here and Sweden is very conscious about the environment, very conscious about recycling, reusing um, products. They've got a really big kind of second-hand market, which I feel kind of now resonating across, you know, in the UK and London and across lot of other places but they have that kind of the Saturday thing is the people who go to I say in the UK they in Sweden they call it lockers. I guess it's car boot sales in, in like in people to kind of understand and the you know selling on stuff I'm really it's the stuff that they currently have and they have a few kind of really big sustainable brands and I, the the one which I first kind of got in contact with or kind of heard about was um new jeans and 
is that uh, you know then use sustainable materials then use organic cotton with the jeans but one of the things which really stood out to me is and i have a few pairs of new jeans is that you can always get them repaired so they have repair shops so mm. you buy a pair of jeans and they get ripped or you get a hole you get repaired i've had a few pairs which i've had for like five six years and they just constantly just get repaired and you know and that's wow. extremely to get them repaired as well. So it's something which I feel it definitely is important. And then to go back to point, definitely very into fashion, but I'd say definitely into stock. I'm that person who, when he's buying clothes, when he gets to the till, there's normally socks available. And I'm <laughs> always buying a new pair of socks. I'm always buying the colourful ones. I'm always like, oh, those ones look really great. And I think how this all came about was one morning I naturally went to put a pair of socks. I couldn't find any, which is very surprising for myself. And I I feel like I need to start my own um, company so I have to deal with this problem ever again. I need more socks. And she yeah. said, well, why don't you do that? And then I thought, well, if I'm going to do that, it's sustainable. And yeah, here we are now, um, three and a half years later with kind socks. Yeah, with 14 designs and selling pretty much worldwide. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's that's an incredible story. And I love what you said about kind of being a sock person. And my my thing is, I think everyone has a sock personality. Like, we all have really interesting relationships with our socks. Like, I'm the person who will keep a pair of socks for so long. Like, there will be holes in the heels, but I will still have them. Like, my partner makes fun of me because I have these like this fuzzy pair of socks. They're so cozy, they're warm. They've got holes in the heel. I haven't gone around to like patching it up, but I still love wearing them. Like I'm like, no, but they're great. I still enjoy like, wearing these socks. Oh, and that is that is my sock personality. Like I don't give up on them. I'm very much like, no, I love these socks. I'm literally gonna wear them for ages. And then I have like my, you know, the black ones, the white ones, the basic ones that are very practical. Yeah. But I tend to hold on to my socks like quite they're yeah. quite close to my heart. Yeah. yeah, you mentioned a bit about loving socks. Like, what is your sock personality? My sock personality is the colourful, the better. And I mm. mean, it can be from just lots of colours, but neon colours, sometimes really kind of too much in your face sometimes. Kind of, I'll be like, gosh, Steve, that is way too colourful. So I have <laughs> like neon colours, I have dots, I have stripes, I have I'm like blocks, geometrics. Um, I have so many different kind of styles I like, but I do love the colourful, the better. And that's probably goes back to my kind of previous life as working in companies where pretty much I was wearing a shirt tie and my socks was the only area I can show my personality and mm. I'm a fun but person kind of wanted to show that in some way and having a shirt and tie on kind of in a uniform socks was the one where I can go okay well I remember you but still there's something different about me and that's how I normally get to kind of express myself so that's a colourful fun is kind of my sock personality. I love that. Do you also get a feel of other people depending on the socks that they're wearing? I, I, I have to honestly, yeah, I definitely do. I, um, <laughs> I'm always like not suspicious. This is probably the wrong word. I'm like, oh, 
but it gives me a got nice feeling of people because sometimes some people like um black or some people like white or some people like kind of beige colors um see it, 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 i think socks is a great kind of barometer some people love kind of those um christmas styles ones so the ones you get for christmas and it has yeah. like a character on it so you can kind of see kind of someone's personality <laughs> from their socks yeah. and i find it fascinating because i will be that person on the underground and i'll see people's socks and i'll be like oh yeah that's really nice and it's just <laughs> similar as like some people might look at people's trainers and think oh yeah. that's really nice yeah. and i'm looking at oh those are really nice socks or, that's <laughs> a nice pattern you've got there or that's interesting it kind of and it always does match what you kind of have a you, you have a, like a personality you can go oh great that actually suits you you know mm. so i have friends who prefer only black and white they buy kinds of yeah. but they prefer black and white and they're just constantly saying steve we need black you need black you need black and i'm like okay maybe <laughs> one day we'll do some black ones um, which are kind of monotone they're still gonna yeah. have to have a kind socks personality to them mm. but maybe we'll do some darker colors as well but yeah it, i find it fascinating when i see people's socks <laughs> and their personality so yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that that makes sense. When you said Christmas socks, I giggled because I'm actually wearing Christmas socks right now. <laughs> I there have we not go. put them away, and it's a red one with Christmas trees. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although I wouldn't wear them out because I would be too okay. embarrassed to still be wearing yes. Christmas socks. But I okay. do wear them at home. <laughs> well, that's it. Because sometimes you have certain, like, and this is interesting to hear, you know, because that would be, some people have socks that they just wear it just to walk around the yeah, apartment yeah. in and just feel comfortable yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So, and then yeah. you have your ones, which is what you wear out, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And some people will have like their lucky socks that they might wear to interviews. Yes, or... exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think that that sh- that goes to show you know it's around the theme of like treasuring your clothes, and I think hmm. yeah, well, with socks they can really be part kind of your journey in life and like you designate them to that and they fit in certain situations and they make you feel a certain way when you wear them it's it's quite fun to explore yeah, no, um and you kind of started kind socks um from uh, a kickstarter campaign um which you know anyone who does a kickstarter campaign and starts a business for me you're like a, a superhero <laughs> it's really really <laughs> impressive to get everyone on board with with an idea um, and to get strangers on board with an idea um can you tell us a bit of what that was like for you um it it was a fun to be honest it was a really fun experience the whole kickstart um um campaign i think initially why i've always been fascinated in regards to what kickstart is about what it does and i think the process was a lot of research. I just kind of went on the platform, really looked at what brands are on there, what brands sold or actually reached their kind of pledge target and, you know, what the, what kind of creative they did. And I think the key thing I kind of got from all that was a lot of the storytelling, kind of getting people across on this journey, trying to tell them about your journey, what you're trying to achieve here. Um, but then outside, you know, when you, you know, you create that journey, it's now getting some images, getting prototypes, um, and really trying to write something or develop a kind of campaign page, 
which mm-hmm. is really trying to let people know who you are. I think one thing I notice is the ones which you actually could see the individual um, pictures of, like the actual individual mm-hmm. who's the owner or the idea creator. You saw, like, you saw them on video. You can actually go, okay, that's who I'm supporting. Mm-hmm. Definitely yeah. performed so much better than the ones which you just saw the product. It just felt like a bit distant. Um, And I think that's why a platform like TikTok's doing so well right now, because you get to actually see individuals, not just the brand. Um, But definitely the process was definitely a lot of research. And then once I kind of researched, it was kind of getting the prototypes, doing those photo shoots, and then actually kind of really, I think for me, one of the key things I learned was developing kind of an email list prior to going live mm-hmm. so i yeah. could actually from day one go this is how many uh, we're live now get your socks get mm. you that and it was it was a, and we had a very short time period we gave everyone 30 days to actually see if this was going to work and i think one of the things the reason why i've done a kickstart one was yes it raised us funds to actually actually start a business but actually see if it was a viable product if you can't get a certain amount of people over 30 days then maybe it's not in its right place there so it was a bit of Mm. kind of product testing for me um Mm. and it might need to be looked at again and see what else can you actually add so I think Kickstarter is a fantastic platform to just do that um I've I've seen other brands who've gone there twice they've done it the first time and then it didn't work and then they went back a second time we were lucky enough this is our first time and we actually mm. got there and actually raised the kind of pledge that we wanted. So um, we're very kind of, I'm very kind of happy and blessed in regards to that. Yeah, no, that sounds like a great journey. Um, and did you have business um, experience before or was this kind of your first time getting into setting up a business? Um, I'll be honest with you. Um, I don't have any business experience this was mm. a lot of this stuff is for me and even now today it's a lot of it's trial and error trying to like trying to I fail and then start again um yeah. I don't have that many mentors or people I can go to go oh you can go so it's a lot of it's about me just trying really mm. trying and being okay with failing I'm really yeah. trying and failing we we come up with some designs like different sock designs and I don't do as well as I hope and then we're like, okay, cool, great. We'll do <laughs> another design. And that one does really well, the one I don't. So it's definitely a lot of kind of trial and error. Um, mm. I didn't have that much. I had zero um, kind of business um, background. I would say I had a very strong social media background, worked mm. a lot of social media marketing. So I was very strong in that area. So yeah. I knew how to run a campaign online mm. and get people kind of interested. But the business acronym has been something that over the definitely last three years, I've definitely had to kind of upskill myself in that through a lot of reading, listening to podcasts, um, and you know, and looking at kind of different kind of people that I aspire to and and now I started to build a kind of network of business owners who I can actually talk to um, and kind of get advice from. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely been a journey so far. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. It's, it, it takes a lot to kind of say, I'm just going to step into something new um, and build that. So, yeah, it's yeah. really cool that that kind of panned out and it's, it's still working um, today. Yeah. I- 
and I definitely think some people, um, you know, people feel sometimes, oh, I don't have everything in place yeah. or I don't have yeah. the right mentors. I don't have the right this or that. I should just not do it. And I think mm. I would definitely say, give yourself a chance, believe in yourself. Yeah. Um, and give yourself a chance. Um, not everything, everyone's going to succeed. It's going to take a lot of hard work and take some mm. sacrifices. There's no, I would never kind of hide away from that it takes some sacrifice it takes a lot of hard work but mm. definitely trust in yourself um, give yeah. yourself a chance don't be scared to fail I'd always say that uh, you know I think it's a great kind of thing in life generally don't be you know, yeah. scared to fail because I think it's uh, <laughs> um, you know the rewards are so great when you try yeah absolutely and also you never know who comes into your journey like once you put it out there you you sometimes will meet people who are enablers and who will actually help yeah. you with skills that you don't have or or something like that, you know? Exactly. And I've definitely been lucky enough to um, meet a lot of people who have been very great enablers, um, mm-hmm. definitely great people who have kind of really helped push the brand to where it is today. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I definitely yeah. agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, we touched on this a little bit at the beginning yeah. of um you know fashion is is a world where there are a lot of like men leading when you think of the biggest brands in the world a lot of the time there'll be it'll be male designers and male ceos etc um but it's not necessarily something you see in the sustainable fashion world um i'm really curious as to what drew you to building kick socks with the sustainable and ethical practice that you've put in place um in mind yeah and i think um i think when i and I kind of briefly spoke about it earlier, but when I was thinking about, oh, let me start my own business, I think one thing I looked at was like, oh, I definitely want to do socks. And then I was like, oh, what sock brands are out there? And there's a lot of, re- there are some really great colorful sock brands out there. And then, then I was looking, okay, are there any sustainable sock brands out there? And I've looked at them and I just thought they were fun or colorful enough. So I mm. thought, well, I'm trying to merge these two worlds kind of the, kind of stylish fashion world and then the kind of sustainable world and I thought that is definitely possible and then um and when I looked at it I was like okay so how can we start this kind of sustainable journey because we're definitely on a journey to be a sustainable brand we're not I would mm-hmm. never say we are 100% sustainable 100% mm-hmm. ethical practice we're constantly like oh okay what else can we do what else can we do what else can mm-hmm. we do and I say right now we're all our socks are made from organic cotton. Mm-hmm. Um, we use recycled packaging um, for our kind of product tags. We use recycled um, paper for our like inserts. We don't um, put receipts in our, um, when we send it to customers, we send it via email. Mm-hmm. We don't want to just waste paper where we feel like you can have it by email. Everyone has a phone these days. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, tr- we're just constantly looking at, um, doing this and I think one thing I feel really helps is we use um the gold standard for organic cotton so Mm. we use um the global organic textile standard and what that means is that um my manufacturer um um, has to follow certain kind of like sustainable practices from Mm -hmm. not just the organic cotton but making sure people are paid a fair wage, um, the factories that are in uh, uh, the, the right condition, mm-hmm. that the people in the field who are getting the organic cotton are actually being paid a good wage. They're, mm-hmm. using, they're not using pesticides, so they're not 
you know, damaging themselves by making the socks. So this is kind of where we're at right now. But mm -hmm. I've got so many ideas of, oh, we can do this even more. There's other yeah. stuff we can actually do. So yeah. I think when you, you spoke about earlier about um, um, mending your socks, and that's kind of the next kind of stage. We're like, okay, mm. we want to give like little kind of repair kits with the socks. So you can mm. kind of repair your socks still because some yeah. people want to keep those socks. They don't want to have to um, find, you know, lose that special pair of socks. They want to kind of, oh, I really love these socks. They mean something to me. I just mm. want to repair them and keep wearing them. So mm -hmm. we're on a journey, but it's an exciting one. Yeah, definitely. And I love your point about, you know, it's, it's a journey and I think it's the case for a lot of ethical and sustainable brands you know like the best ones for me are the ones that admit like this is still something we're working on because realistically it's very hard for any brand even the ones that are doing the most when it comes to sustainability and ethical practices to say that we're 100% um, sustainable or 100% ethical um, and, you know, the, the question can be asked is like, you know, if, if you're producing something in the first place, is that even, <laughs> does that already kind of take you out of the, of the sustainable and ethical um, yeah. space, you know? So um, I love that approach in terms of like, there's more to do um, in, in the future and that you're kind of building on that um, slowly, um, but surely, you know? Yeah, definitely. Mm. definitely. It, and it's a fun journey I'm, I'm on right now. And it's, I'm learning new stuff each day. I was having a conversation earlier today about how we can make our website carbon neutral. So mm. even the servers that we use to host our website, there's ways to do that. And I was like, oh, great. That's something else we're actually looking at. And mm. there's so many new things we're going to try and just really try to make kind of the best experience that we can do um, mm. today. And then tomorrow is another, you know, challenge we're going to look at but we deal with today each day and just kind of go on that journey and it, I find it so exciting yeah no definitely I mean speaking of like something I have thought of in terms of socks is okay as I, as I said I'm not keen on throwing them away I definitely mm. love the idea of repairing them etc but also like really interested in like what else you could do with your socks if you know once they're maybe too old and yeah you don't want to discard them but like what else could you do with it? Because with other garments, sometimes it's easier because the, there's more material. You can maybe repurpose it. Like yes. something else. But with socks, it's a bit tricky. Yes, it's definitely tricky. And the one thing we've looked at so far is potentially having the ability for people to um, send in their socks. Mm. Um, we recycled them into new designs. Mm. The customer will potentially get a discount to buy some new pairs mm -hmm. and then have a kind of recycled cotton range. That's kind of the first thing because, like you said, um, at the moment, the size of the material isn't enough to kind of repurpose them into yeah. something else. But maybe, um, you know, one of your listeners today will go, Oh, no, I've got an idea. And they'll go, Oh, let me get in contact with Stephen and tell him about his yeah. way of doing that. And then it's like, it's fantastic. The amount of people contact me and go, oh, have you thought about this? And I'm like, oh, this is great. Oh. I've never thought about this. Yeah. So at the moment, that's kind of what worth I'm thinking is like potentially this kind of recycle scheme where we can have a recycle collection, but we're definitely open to other ideas. But that's definitely the plan right now is to kind of allow customers to actually easily um, 
drop the old socks off once it's kind of reached its kind of end of its life onto um so it can kind of reused again in the future yeah i love that i guess that's kind of the benefit of of a kickstarter campaign because the community you build they feel like they they know you and they're a part of the journey yeah. and they're comfortable enough to message you and kind of be like oh hey by the way you exactly well i think that's incredible that's a very unique position to be in yes it definitely is because pretty much from in within 30 days i built a, a small community which is constantly growing mm. um, day by day and like you said they do feel comfortable to message me and we have constantly have conversations about what's next for kind socks what's the plan for now and in the future and it's fantastic just having kind of people being at the beginning of the journey being able to and actually believed in the brand to actually constantly give advice and um be excited for where we're going in this kind of journey this software journey that we're on right now yeah definitely um, I, I want to talk about your your designs because I, I'm yeah. sure that is you know what draws a lot of people in. That also is something that caught my attention um, personally, and I guess I'm just um, curious around what inspires them. And um, yeah, they're so fun and quirky. Obviously, they res- they reflect to your personality as well. Um, but yeah, what really inspires you to create like all these different? Yeah, there's so much. It's so creative. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, and I, you know, I think what definitely inspires me is life. And when I say that, is a lot of these designs have literally come from, so I'll give you an example, like the bees designed. Mm. It was once I was, you know, in the summer, there were lots of bees, we were in the fields, and I saw these bees flying around. And I was just like, definitely, that's a design. I just love this. And this design is the bees just buzzing around, and I'm, you know, these are very a kind of key part of the ecosystem as well so there's more to you know bees I think some people don't really understand you know the benefit of having bees but definitely that's where one design came one other design came from I was with my um one of my friends child and then I just thought they were just a pop of color and I just (laughs) thought oh wow I don't know where to start, but I need something. These need to be turned into socks in some shape or form. So <laughs> definitely it's a lot of my designs come from me just walking around. I'll see someone. I, I am kind of a constantly like, oh, they're wearing that lovely jacket. That would be fantastic as a pair of socks. Mm-hmm. You know, that leopard print design or, you know, so it definitely when I'm walking around, seeing people um just walking around I see what people like to wear I think that's constantly my thing is you know as much as I love fun quirky designs a lot of other people do and I kind of look at what people enjoy wearing let's try and make them as socks that's constantly my kind of idea kind of focus is when I see other people with fun funky designs it could be a jacket could be trousers I'm like could we make these socks would this work as a pair of socks um (laughs) yeah and that's and that's kind of where I get my ideas from. It's literally from day-to-day life, friends, family, holidays, etc. Yeah, that's so fun. Um, I'm sure you've he- heard of um, dopamine dressing, which is now, yes. it's huge now. Um, yes. <laughs> I, I feel like I've always done this because I'm, I'm someone who just loves to have colourful clothes. 
And when I got into the sustainability space, I was a bit scared because it was all about these beiges and and browns and yep. like wardrobes and like <laughs> things that just didn't reflect like a lot of personality and and a lot of fun. So I guess, yeah, I was curious around um, how do you kind of find fashion to be a source of positivity and joy in your um, life? Like even aside from like the socks, just in general. So I live in Sweden. I would mm-hmm. say I am this this constant ray of bright colours um, <laughs> from my jacket. And to me, like um, right now, Sweden's Northern Europe's a bit darker time of year. Mm-hmm. It, you know, the sunlight's less time. And then I, I need to wear a nice, bright, colourful red, blue, yellow, green jacket. I need to feel positive. I need to... It, it, it so much makes me feel, okay, I'm going to get out of bed, I'm going to go out, let me leave the house. I just feel so excited. I, w- I dress my son in so many bright colours. It just makes me so happy. He yeah. smiles when he's wearing it. You know, I feel like colour really does just inspire people, just mm-hmm. make people feel more happy. And definitely in the, in the colder months of the year, I think it's so needed. I definitely need it. So I just constantly need more colour. So I am that colourful guy and I love it. So, yeah, I 100% (laughs) love dopamine dressing. I think that's kind of been my whole kind of thing for years now. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's so fun. I mean, honestly, I like in London, I have moments where I'll just be sat on the tube and I'll just look around. I'm like, how is everyone wearing a black or navy jacket? like what's happening because I'm just like no like it's so it's it's so nice where you will see like one or two people just have like that pop of color or something that's like mismatch and it's just really stunning um to see and it just boosts your mood and um I also find that people stare more and will smile if you're wearing something colorful like it's 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 contagious (laughs) 100% and I don't think you you can be angry when you've got lots of that colours. You no, can't be sad. So true. Um, <laughs> and the, the strangest thing is I there was this phase. I had a phase where I'm very colourful. And then I went through a phase. I thought, I'm going to wear black. Ooh, and I thought, okay. and I tried this black. And I, I think I survived. Maybe. <laughs> I, as soon as I did, I realised it was a bad idea. Yeah. I bought myself a black jacket. I really, you know, I had black jeans it was just like and I just it just straight away I was like what have I done to myself (laughs) and now I'm constantly putting back patches on the jacket to kind of bring some color to it I'm just Mm. trying to and I actually got rid of a bright red jacket I was like I gave it to um a homeless shelter I was like okay Mm. you guys can have it and now I'm just like I've got this black jacket I don't feel I feel really sad and depressed all of a sudden (laughs) I'm like where's all my color I'm like what have I done to myself (laughs) um yeah so for me it's I need color in my life so it's very essential for me yeah it's really cool I love the way it affects others as well when they see you in something really bright I have like um I have a rain jacket that is from a brand called pack a punch I think okay and it's it's a multicolored kind of military looking but military design but multicolored yeah did you not I wear this when it's raining because I was very intentional in my head I was like 
when it's raining, it's gray, it's sad, and most people will have like a black umbrella or like some, yes. something really dark. And I was like, I'm gonna get this because when I walk out, it's gonna you know cut through, <laughs> cut yes. through the like um black and and navy. And I kid you not, I get so many compliments. Like people are like, I love your rain coat, and especially when it's raining and it's miserable, yeah. I feel like it puts a smile on people's face and faces. And I've, I always like really enjoy just wearing it. So I completely identified with what you what you just said. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it's I think it's an essential thing, and and I think that's where kind of kind socks comes into play. I feel mm-hmm. like socks is kind of the next or the newest kind of fashion accessory. I don't think mm-hmm. it's always been that thing, but people are looking at constantly different ways that they can express themselves and. Socks are kind of a more lower cost version of doing that. Um, yeah, and you can change that daily to kind of yeah. fit your mood. And, you know, that dopamine dressing, you want different colours each day. You want to keep that next kind of hit. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, that's where I feel with the designs we've got, we definitely try to give people definitely some positivity and joy in their lives. So, so it yeah. definitely shows, definitely shows. Um, you talk a bit also around um, about sorry, giving back to community. That's something I spotted on your website. We're um, mm. really keen to understand like what that means to you and and yeah, how you think we can all kind of give back, give back to our communities, no matter what we're doing. I guess. Yeah, and I think um, I think with regards to this, this is kind of something I was just brought up in a way how to, to you know always constantly giving back, um, helping out um, homeless shelters. Mm. um you know working in the kitchen just um you know washing dishes um that's something from you know I've been doing for years um and I have like a kind of I have a Christian background so that was Mm. always something it's always about giving constantly thinking about the others and then yourself um Mm. and I think that's where and what what we do currently with kind socks is we sometimes get um socks which um we get so many um, um, so many designs or so many volume of socks, we will give like a whole bunch to um, homeless shelter. So currently we work with Connections in London, um, mm-hmm. Charing Cross, and we give them a bunch of our socks or each year. Um, and, you know, we also give at Christmas time, we didn't get to do it last year, but we constantly give them... Um, percentage of sales so they mm. will get pretty much 90% of the sale that they put on their website from and we just deliver them out so because socks is to me you know definitely one of the highly requested items when people are living on the street mm. you know socks will keep you warm you know when you can't yeah. you haven't got anything else a pair of socks can will make a real big difference especially when you have to get up and start walking again in the cold Having a pair of socks which are dry and clean really makes a difference. Um, mm-hmm. So that's something we, I constantly felt was a very important thing um, to do. Um, we've also given money to some seamstress, 21 seamstress in Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. And that was just, again, we're constantly looking for projects where we feel like, how can we support? And these are bank. This and this was more to deal with, um, and you probably know really well, is the factory, um, which um, kind of a lot of sustainability kind of really kicked off. Um, one of the HM's um factories, which um, cra- um collapsed, yeah, in Rana 2000. Plaza. yeah, yes. Rana and Plaza. we've constantly thought, okay, how can we support? So, 
we gave money for seamstress in Bangladesh so they can actually upskill themselves, learn how to um, sew and knit so they can actually have their own little business. And mm. we paid for that. So that's what we were constantly looking. How can we not just make money, but actually support the system, you know, which yeah. is at times not that ethical, not that supportive. So how can we kind of give people skills that they can kind of, you know, support themselves, actually do stuff themselves. Um, mm. So that's how we're constantly looking at different projects on how we can support different projects projects and we're always on the lookout for new ones um but that's how we feel we're currently giving way back to the community yeah but we're I, constantly looking at ways that we can do even more yeah absolutely i mean it, it ties in perfectly with the name of your brand kind socks and i realized i didn't really ask like why that name but did you always like put that name to it with the intention to do what everything you're doing and everything you've just discussed or was it yes. something that just came to you? No, that's exactly the reason for Kind Socks. Mm. Um, it's, we want that to kind of run through. And it's, the, the, you know, for me, it's kind of the mission statement. It's literally that's supposed to run right through the business. Being kind to each other, being kind to our fellow man, fellow woman, you know, fellow person, you know, mm -hmm. just being really kind, thinking about others than yourself. Um, and... I think sometimes that not enough of that's actually done. So kind was constantly kind of the key thing, you know, and I, that's why we constantly kind of have the tagline of style with kindness. Because yeah. it's like, yes, I like to be stylish as well. But how can we do that and be kind of kind at the same time to the people who are making the socks, to the planet? How can we do that? And I feel mm -hmm. like kind socks is trying to have its little part in actually trying to achieve that so mm. um that was a definitely conscious decision to call it kind socks for that reason mm, that's amazing um and i guess where do you see it going i guess in the next years like, like yeah like five to yeah more. like what's your vision yeah no definitely right now i think the idea is for kind socks to you know I'd say right now is to continuously have more designs, more colours that people feel, you know, that they enjoy. But as we're a sustainable brand, um, okay. how can we be more, um, look for more ethical practices, making yeah. sure more sustainable practices. I think I spoke briefly about having the recycle collection. I'd mm -hmm. really like to have that as kind of one of our kind of first key goals right now is to make sure a whole bunch of collection are recycled, materials so you know you can send in your socks that um have, it's met its unfortunate kind of um end and then get recycled and turn it into a new pair of socks which you can enjoy and love as well um and that's yeah. kind of the big vision right now but then mm. just constantly just growing you know that people feel like um our business practices our fashion style is something that other companies maybe fast fashion companies to start looking at as kind of a guide on how you can be a successful business but also be one which is um supporting its community that it's in um and um the actual environment so those are kind of the big goals for us right now and we're just constantly looking at ways we can do that um day by day so this year is going to be a year of lots of ch um 
you know, constant development. Um, we're looking at how we can get into this recycled collection. That's kind of the big challenge this year. But then how do we constantly grow that? Um, how can we make our, you know, how our supply chains even smoother, more, um, you know, cleaner for the environment? Um, so lots of exciting things. But mm -hmm. the vision is definitely how we can kind of have really strong ethical business practices is kind of the big goal for us over the next um, five to ten years that yeah. other companies look towards as an example. Yeah, no, that's really fantastic to hear. And I just, um, something just popped in my head. <laughs> I feel mm. like I'm just here, like, giving, like, I just keep getting ideas about, like, more socks. <laughs> and I was just... Please, ask, please share. Do I'm you always plan, excited. <laughs> Do you plan to do like um knee socks like knee high socks because i love knee high socks <laughs> yes so really oh yeah no so i think right now what, what so and, and this is where i think some people forget the the size of the sock market so yeah. you've got ankle socks you've got yeah. your standard kind of crew length mm -hmm. you've got baby socks you've got ankles um you've got your kind of knee length socks yeah. you've got your sports socks there is it's it's there is an other just named about five or six. And mm. that's definitely over the next five, ten years, we'd love to really have a kind of mark on each one of those kind of areas. We mm. definitely want to have um my wife constantly says, Can we have some knee socks? There's also yeah. something for kids socks as well, yeah. kid sizes. So yeah, so definitely knee length, sports socks, um, kids socks are definitely on the agenda. For the next coming years um, um, of actually kind of development but I think one thing we're constantly doing is we don't um, and I probably didn't mention this at the beginning we don't do just drops we don't um, we don't do yeah. um, spring summer collections because mm -hmm. I feel like that's kind of the way off just kind of fast fashion of getting yeah. stuff out and then discounting them and then selling them we just constantly drop new designs Mm -hmm. when we kind of so we don't just constant we're just and we're socks so we don't need to have spring summer yeah, no we yeah. really <laughs> socks even wear socks when you wear socks mm -hmm. you don't need to do that so we're just dropping new designs new collections during the year so there is no oh we're only going to do it in spring summer because i think that's kind of how we people try to manipulate the uh, the market or manipulate consumers being like oh this spring summer this is winter but we're just constantly dropping um new designs and um with stuff like different um and which is kind of sometimes to the detriment to us being as fast as the fast fashion companies in regards to coming out with new sizes and new stuff because we're yeah. just dropping when we're at the right kind of level of stock mm -hmm. level we're not just having too much stock we have enough stock that we know we can sell so that means that we're not making the profits at the big company because we're not just selling hundreds of socks and then just discounting them yeah. and then trying to undercut the supplier then undercut the staff mm. so we're constantly looking at how can we grow to add these different um styles and sizes but do it in a nice sustainable way so yes definitely and i think mm -hmm. five ten years i feel like we're definitely building processes to allow us to actually do that yeah um yeah that sounds extremely exciting um can't wait to see how all of that turns out and uh yeah just just thank you so much for having this conversation with me and 
for giving such great insight and for the positivity, honestly, um, with this brand and, and just in, in the way you speak about your passion. Yeah, no, thank you for having me today. It's been fantastic. And it's great to know that I'm speaking to someone who loves socks. I, I think <laughs> that's always a great thing for me, is speaking to another sock lover. Um, that does make me very happy to hear that. So um, We're in this together. Yes, <laughs> yes definitely, definitely. And that was probably the most colorful conversation I've ever had on this podcast. And also, I forgot to even highlight this, but Stephen is the first man I have had on this podcast. So what can I say? It's so refreshing to um, just talk to a man about sustainable fashion. And on top of that, a black man to connect with him around that is has been just so fun um, and so refreshing, like I said. And I think that is a representation that we definitely definitely hopefully see more of um, in the upcoming years but of course you can find Stephen online and you can find kind socks by just going to kindsockswear.com and then there's of course um, their instagram page as well which is also really fun to follow because Stephen does all these little reels and videos um, about what he does um, about his team um, and it's just really yeah really fun and positive um, just as you heard in this podcast so um, thank you so much for listening and I cannot wait and I hope to bring more dopamine filled conversations to the podcast this year um, so that we can just have a, a positive 2023 um, see you next time bye